That's me, Janice. Hopefully, uh, I forget no closure. No. no. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, forget my podcast. All right. So we're going to start it off. Three, two, one. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Hold on, let's, let's let this beat drop really quick. I want to hear it. Yeah, me too, me too. Hey. Okay. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? My name is JC, part of the Fire Squad crew. Today we have a new podcast special guest, the homie. Want to introduce yourself, brother? Hey, what's up, world? My name is Joseph. Uh, born and raised here in Vegas. Sir, yes, sir. Oh, hold on, I'm put this down really quick. That's a nice little drop, huh? Uh, I agree, I agree. All right, for sure, for sure. All right, All right so we're just gonna get straight into it. How you been, bro? Coming, man, I've been good, man. You know me, living a little bit. <laughs> so for me, for those who don't know Joseph, he's a homie from from college. We had a class together. We had econ what uh 103 103 yeah 103 with the best professor of all time Ooh, for real man i forgot her name it's uh lyman it's shout good. out to professor lyman if you're watching Mr. lyman i love you i love you wholeheartedly too she was dope man she was the most chill professor i've ever had in college bro probably the most chill person ever to be honest yeah i do remember oh you weren't there but you know how i had the class back to back uh-huh in the first class on the final day she got hella mad with the computer people all right, thank you. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. I just cut that. <laughs> no, no, no. Leave it on. It's, it's authentic, man. It's, it's all uncensored. It's so, um, but yeah, so we had econ together. Dope ass professor. You know, she uh, was a cool person. But I remember one day you just came up to me in the computer lab, right? And that's when you told me about the podcast because I had follow you on Instagram and you know, like I posted it or something. Uh huh. So what made you interested in a talking to talking me about it and b coming on all right so i guess the first the first answer for your question is that uh i got interested as soon as i saw your instagram how you're uh promoting your videos mm -hmm. and it caught my attention I, I see like you grab anyone in and you always ask them about how they're living how they're uh how they're doing and yeah. what, what their thoughts about a lot of aspects in lives and I, I figure, you know what? Let's let's give these people a show. You know, <laughs> uh, I want to give out my my personal story and okay. my experiences. Oh, dope! This is cool. Yeah, and and I see like you're. I never knew you personally. Uh huh. Yeah, because we were just classmates. You know, we yeah, get work done and shit. And and we got along though. Yeah, we know? got along. Yeah. No, I was the funny one too. So. <laughs> For but. sure though, but um, I mean, yeah. So what? Where 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 did you? Where, let's all let's go back from where it began. Okay. Where were you born? So I was born here in Vegas, uh, born and raised at Sunrise Hospital. Shout out, I guess. Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> um, and uh, growing up, my parents took me to a private, uh, private uh, school? Christian school, actually. Oh, okay, okay. And from all second grade to 10th grade, I've been to that school almost all my life. Mm -hmm. And um, we were a small school. Right. And just to imagine how... Since you've been in that same school almost your whole life, you kind of see not much change. 
Not much, not a lot of different yeah, perspectives was, and stuff. And there were not a lot of people either. I, I'll give you an example. One time, and when I was in ninth grade, mm-hmm. there were only five students in Dang. total. And, and only you, one girl. Oh, my God. For real? For real, for real. And this is the whole ninth grade? The whole ninth grade, the whole course, all year. And you, hold grade. on, you did, this, you did this your whole high school career too? Nah, hold on okay. there, hold on. Hold okay, on. okay. So then on 10th grade, we had, of course, a few ninth graders. And right. actually some uh, ninth graders from my previous year. Mm-hmm. Uh, only like one or two didn't show up. Okay. And I mean, that's just how it was. And uh, we get along. Since mm-hmm. it's a small school, we know each other kind of personally. Yeah. And I don't know, we, we had a stronger bond. And we, uh, based <laughs> since it was like a Christian private school, mm-hmm. I, I could say we kind of know more about religion, our own religion, which is uh, Seventh-day Adventism. Okay. And after that, I went to Mojave. Because they didn't offer uh-huh. 11th to 12th grade. Uh-huh. So those my last two years, I was at Mojave. And, and that was a big change for you, no? Oh, I hell yeah, bro. So my first day, I remember I saw a fight. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I was so excited. Like, it's, this is exactly like in 2016 uh-huh. when Snapchat was barely starting. Okay. And I remember as soon as I had an LG Leon, so it was like a crappy phone. Uh-huh. It kind of hood. And it was, no, I didn't have a phone in high school, bro. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I remember I was going to lunch, and I think it was like the first period of lunch. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you, you just see people coming in and just Frenzy. huddling up. And, oh, my God. And I said, oh, what the hell? What's going on? What's going on? And yeah. I look out there, right? And I, I picked up because I was kind of short back then. But uh-huh. I kind of picked up, and I saw like these two people. They were just fighting, going at it. Oh and I took out my phone, my LG Leon. And that thing, you can't even hear things. Like, let's say I record my story. Uh-huh. And it'd be like, like, just all, be like all weird and shit. Yeah, you can't hear shit because it's an Android, you know? Fuck Androids, bro. But I I got excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I turned around and it's that first fight. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was first day of school. I love hey, year, that's man. Mojave right there for y'all, man. That's that's Mojave. I went to Rancho. That shit, that bitch was ghetto as fuck. But that Mojave, you know. No, that's a new nothing level, man. We had a pig farm next to it. I remember every time you get out from school, <laughs> it always smelled like that, shit. That's oh my true. Gosh. I passed by. My cousin lives over there, and I always pass by that place. It smells like shit. Yeah, it yeah. it really did smell like shit. Mm. Damn. So you you went to a Christian school. So are you? I would imagine Christian, right? Um, when people say Christian, it's hard to to answer that because uh-huh. apparently there's a whole branch of uh, Christianity. Like I give you an example. Do you count okay. Catholicism Christian by any chance? Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't, I'm not too. I don't really know. But what's it called? My family is very Catholic, and then like I have a little branch of the same family that is Christians. But I know they got like it was my well, my grandma was Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. My grandpa, R.I.P. He was he converted Christian. He switched over or whatever, and they divorced because of that. It was a big deal in my family. And then, uh, so I guess. And, and you look up at your grandfather, right? From your dad's side, or your mom's side. My dad's side. Your dad's side, and he uh-huh. was the one who converted. He's the one that turned into a Christian. Uh, yes, that is a big deal. Yeah, so I don't so I don't know why they broke up. I don't think it was necessary, but yeah, yeah, things happen. A lot of people do change for religion as well. Mm-hmm. And you see that a lot when you're in when you're part of like a religion and you mm-hmm. see like someone who's not from the church and they start to get involved with them in their mm-hmm. lives, it, it changes. It really does change. Yeah, it does. But what well, I was gonna say, um, so are, are you very religious? Like, do you like do a lot of things? Uh, a lot board? of times, yes. Okay. And a lot of times, no. Okay. And that's after high school. Um, I started to work at restaurants, uh-huh. and then that really conflicts. Both religion and 
your work lifestyle. Wait, working in a restaurant? Yeah, I worked at four restaurants in total. Wait, hold on, hold on. So working in a restaurant com- conflicts with your religion or what? Yes, a lot of times. Why? That's interesting. All right, so That's so I, interesting. I, I give I give example. Uh, in my religion, uh-huh. we're similar to the Jew, the Jewish faith. Jewish faith. Okay. Meaning that we don't work on Saturdays. That's a huge factor. Oh, and okay. When you worked at restaurants, mm-hmm. which day is the most busiest of all the week? The, sa- the weekend, Saturdays. Saturdays yeah. and Fridays. So you're all week, Friday, Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, and I always, it's, it's a struggle. Like sometimes mm. when I go like a restaurant, oh, I can't work on this day. They're like, it's the busiest day, man. Like yeah, we can. need you for that day. Exactly. Because I remember one time, because um, related to that, I was talking to my grandma once I started doing all this podcast shit and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I started DJing and all that. I told my grandma, I was like, man, I'm so excited. Like, I'm down to do this, and I'm down to work 24-7 all, all oh the time, gosh. all the time. Like, because I love it, you know? Like, I'm going to keep on pushing and pushing. I'm not going to get tired because it's my favorite thing to do in the world or whatever. And my grandma was like, you crazy, boy. You got to take Sundays off. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, for football or like? For football. <laughs> and then. And Super Bowl? Super Bowl. And then. Uh, oh, I have a story was, for that too. She was explaining, she was explaining to me like, nah, like, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we don't work on Sundays and stuff like that. So that's crazy that your, you know, your restaurant wasn't allowing. So they, they just said straight up no. Cause like to me in the workplace, if an employee were to like, hey, I can't do this because of religion. For sure. I got you. But yeah. this is straight up now. And that, that's another thing. Um, typically, um, if they didn't say, like, let's say you get hired in a restaurant uh-huh. and they didn't know that you can't work on a specific day. From the very beginning of the interview, mm-hmm. they have the right to say no to you. But if you let oh. them know, like, the very beginning, like, oh, it's based by religious reasons, then they can't say no to you. because so you kind of wiggled it because you, you wanted to. Yeah, okay. you have to if they say no, it's a discriminate for, uh, towards religion. And that's, mm. like, against business laws. And yeah. It can get you a lot of trouble. Damn. And you can be in the news, too. Oh, damn. I remember for um, the place you told me that you worked at, you saw Canelo, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. How so was that? Let, let me get you from there, all right? So all right, yeah. I, I started working in a restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to work in an Italian restaurant that's called Carmine's. Carmine's. And that's located at the Forum Shops. The reason why I wanted to work there is okay. because my dad worked at a restaurant next to it that's called Trevi. Trevi. And Trevi, they're both Italian, and it's mm, so good. Like, I yeah, love the food, I was about man. To say, I love Italian food. Of course, it's a classic. Boss is probably bomb as fuck, huh? Everything. I, and here's the thing. What got me interested in, in restaurants, because my dad, he used to be a corporate trainer. He used to oh, start wow. from the very bottom for uh, Trevi. Mm-hmm. And he rose. And every time, when there he picked go. me up from my private school, we go straight to the kitchen. Or he take me to these cool places. Like a, There's this re- there's a store mm-hmm. that's called Restaurant Depot, where they, they, they sell everything what a restaurant wants. Like, if you want, like, mm-hmm. a big, like a big-ass uh a big ass lamb just mm-hmm. hanging. They have it. Oh, like meat and stuff. They have meats and cheese. Oh, okay. And like, I, dude, you have to walk in the refrigerator. So they give you like complimentary uh, jackets. Oh, cool. So you get in and then you see like cheese from Italy and France. You see oh, vegetables shit. from here. Oh, shit. Whoa. Because okay, when you said that, I was like, oh, they, like the kid or the restaurant place, I thought you were talking about like silverware and like different pots and stuff. Or do uh, they got that too? Or? Oh, they got everything. Oh, for real? They got that too? And like the meat. And, and the they food. have the meats from New Zealand. They have salmon. They have wow. lobsters. Do anything what a restaurant wants. Like let's say last minute. Because in, in the restaurant industry, oh. you got to have your own man to get mm, your stuff. Your own distributor. But if you're like, you you ran out. Like let's say you ran out of something. Right. You, you need something there. real quick. That's mm. your spot. Okay. But what's interesting about that spot is not anyone can go. The only way you can get in there is you have your, your card? Uh, business card. Oh. And you have a license saying that you have a business. Makes sense. And my dad told me you don't even need to a restaurant. Like it could be like an office because they need like to buy toilet paper, right? For their employees. Exactly. No, or customers as well. Wow. That's so very interesting. Growing up, that was my thing. I wanted to work 
in a uh-huh. restaurant. And I, we all been to those phases where we don't know what we what we wanted to be when we were young, right? Oh yeah, I mean a lot of us are still going through and it. And still doing it, yeah. yeah. But for me, I was very fortunate enough to know what I wanted to do, mm. and I wanted okay. to own my own restaurant. Oh, so that's the whole thing. That's why dope, you met bro. me at Econ, bro. I'm trying to learn how to run business. There you go. But um, it, bro. Okay. I I wanted to work at Carmine's, and they um they gave me an interview and mm-hmm. said no to me because uh they said I need to be 21 to be a busser, mm. which is later on I believe them, but mm. later on in life totally BS. Yeah, because I you know. You're not. I mean, you can't be 21 if you're a buster. If I'm is, it, is it because alcohol. of like like wine, maybe? Well, the reason why they say that is uh-huh. because they see a guy that's 18 years old, no experience in restaurants, just they starting, uh-huh. and they he wants to work there. Like, there's no way, you know. Yeah. But I was very fortunate. My dad knew the HR from Carmine's because mm-hmm. um, my dad um, and her they used to be like really close together. They were managers mm-hmm. together. Well. Really close, and she said, "Hey, there's a restaurant that's by the link that's called Virgil's. Just go in there and um, apply, and most likely you'll get hired." Okay. And I did that. And then there they accept 18 year olds and all that. They they accepted anyone. You oh. see people from all over the world, from all different aspects. And you know, that's place, I never heard of this place, bro. This place must be super fancy. It's not fancy. It's American barbecue. Oh. Yeah, and I get, I get, I kid you not, they have the best wings. They got the best wings. Yeah, they have the best wings. See, they they uh they uh smoke them shit, bro. Mm, Five so hours. Yeah, they have so like for spicy a long time. barbecue flavor. Damn. It makes you hungry, bro. Just by thinking about it. And I remember sometimes I know I shouldn't say this in, in camera, but a lot of times when someone don't finish their plates and I was a busser, so they clean plates. Yeah, we picked it up and nobody ate their wings. Oh, bro, they're going straight somewhere else besides. Bro, the that's I applaud you for that because that's <laughs> wasting food. Like it, we, need, we can't do that. You'd be surprised, bro. Uh, You'd be know. surprised. I don't want to know, man. I used to work at my first job ever was at Subway. Dang, everybody worked at Subway. Everybody worked at Subway. Bro. I used to trap at a Subway, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> by myself though. No, I had the Subway and I worked by myself because it was in high, I was still in high school. So once I got out of high school, I just closed like from four to whatever. And it was a very slow Subway. It wasn't. It was within the like um, a food complex area in the gas station. Yeah, yeah. It's by Losi and, and Craig. No, no, by Losi and Cheyenne, right there by the, the college, by CSN. You know which one? Ranch. And Cheyenne, Losi, Losi. Okay, yeah, yeah I got it. a little bit right. up the highway. Yeah, so then, um, so ba- it was very oh, slow, basically. Shit. Yeah. So then I'll close by myself. Like, th- my, after my first week, bro, they're like, all right, you're closing by yourself. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, cool. Your first week? My first week ever working, bro. Dang. Like, period. No so, one helping you out how to do shit. Just no, they, they showed me, like, the week before, but after that, it was just me. I get you. I get yeah, you. and then yeah. I, and then it was fine. I was cool with it. I was like, oh, yes, it's not that bad. And then um, I remember like how much food I had to throw away, bro. Yeah, I hated that. Yeah, I hated that. Like I was like, this is like wasting food, you know. I ain't gonna lie, you know. I put some of them cookies that I was gonna throw away uh. <laughs> in my backpack, bro. It's Dude, dipped. I applaud to that, bro. So I worked there for eight months, uh-huh. man. That uh, and the only reason why I quit is because a lot of um, you start to realize people. Really know how to kiss ass. Mm. They lick that shit, bros. Honestly, <laughs> they really do. They were trying to make you kiss ass, basically. No, uh, basically, uh, when I was young, when I was still working there, I was I was pretty much like a powerhouse. People wanted me to work in their stations because right. I, I had ambition. I didn't know much, but I I know I wanted to work. You had work ethic. I had work ethic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. And then I start cleaning tables quick and. I, Working was my huge matter. Like, I didn't have anything else in life besides school and work. Right. And I got to be good at both of that. 
because you know you said it before when you're hispanic school is always the biggest priority yeah that's very true in like the latino community it uh, yeah and basically when i'm not at school in school i had my ups and downs you know mm-hmm. yeah I <laughs> but hella down. Hella down. <laughs> um but when i was working there it was um you you uh yeah I, everything was work man oh, i focused uh-huh. so much in work and i had so much ambitions and mm. I, there's managers and you're trying to move up the ladder i wanted to move up okay. and that's the thing i wanted to move up and the only position they had besides being a server which you got to be 21 years old which mm-hmm. i will be in 3 3 march 3rd there you uh, go <laughs> <laughs> uh the only way you can be up promoted was a food runner and basically mm. what they do is they sit in the kitchen and they wait for the ticket to come out and they send the food to the table mm. and basically you got to know everything was in place mm-hmm. i wanted to do that but uh-huh. they hired they fired his manager and that manager, I look up to him actually. I mm. I try to hit him up again, say, "Hey, I, I want to give you a little gift for your birthday." Right. And I, I he was a nice guy. He's from New York, but and it didn't I guess work he out just with he, that company. He didn't work out well. He's been accused of a couple things, but oh damn, I can't say that in Canada. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to, but I always look up to him, and okay. he always liked me as a as an employer employee. And there's this one guy that. The only reason why they didn't get the promotion is because when they fired that manager and hired this new one, people started. Oh, they gave it to him outside. Well, my dad called him. Uh-huh. He, well, my my dad called these people um, Rosa, Ros, no, Nariz, nos, uh, Nariz Rosa. Nariz Rosa, red nose? No, pink. Oh, pink nose. And I said, I remember my mom asking, why, why you call him that? Uh-huh. And my dad says, well, at first they're called the brown nose, Nariz uh, Cafe. Cafe. Because they, they be kissing their ass and their nose gets oh. in the way, bro. <laughs> But <laughs> when they do it for a long time, right, it fucking goes in and out and it fucking becomes pink. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's just, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I get like it that, now. yeah. So it's like a sore nose. No, so that guy, he didn't He didn't work. Like He didn't have good work ethic. He always mm. hides in the back, uses phones. I hate those ah, kind of people. No, no, bro. Dude, so you know what's funny? All right, so your story when you started working there is kind of just like, I guess, my story, like when I started working too because I had, you know, I always did a, Work ethic, work. I work at Michael Kors, by the way. Damn. And then um, I remember, and then uh, like when I started in like late 2017, I was always like, nah, work, 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 work. You know, we got to yeah, do the yeah, best yeah. possible. You know, there's room for improvement always, of right? Of course. Amen. And I remember there was this manager, bro. And he, I was close with him, bro. We were the homies. Like, we were like. We'll Same shit. age? No, no, no. He's older than I was. He was a supervisor. Okay. And then uh, you know, he, we were hella cold. We were like hella close, bro. And then. um. And I just started noticing. I'm like, hey, low key, maybe this guy's using me. You know what I mean? I was like, man, like, cause I'm like, yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. You know, cause we're just we're just boys like that. And I started noticing things. I'm like, I started opening my eyes. I'm like, man, this motherfucker is using me. So, you know, one day I just like, hey, bro, like, what the hell? Like, you gotta do your part too, bro. Whatever. And then um, he's like, we talking about, you know, blah blah blah. Like, we're all cool. Blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, we're cool, bro. But you lazy. Um, and then, bro, you call him out like that? Yeah, dude. And then, bro, this, this nigga's buff, bro. Super big. And then Hispanic um, as well? Nah, he's Filipino or something like that. I forgot what it was. But um, I, remember, I, I remember I told him, like, nah, bro, like, you're our manager here, and you're we're not doing shit. Like, we're, I'm doing it for you, basically. I'm running the show. Like, I don't, I don't get paid what you get paid, you know? And we just work here. And then, um, yeah, so I so I told him like, nah, what the hell? And I, he got mad from that, and he just started talking to me. Right, next day I work with him. Uh, all of the managers are there, all of them, bro. This is early in the morning though. They're just, they're preparing for a big event. All the managers are there, bro. Dang. And then, um, 
freaking I forgot what I said, but he he did something that pissed me off basically. I forgot what it was. And then um I came back and I I cursed him out. On the spot? On the spot. In front yeah. of the managers? In front of the managers, Dang. bro. And then and then bro, we got into it. We didn't like throw a fist or nothing, but we got like face to face. You had to separate us, blah blah blah. Ugly ass. Yeah, bro. So yeah, you had a, so basically what you're saying is you acted ratchet in front of everyone. I didn't act ratchet. Oh, uh, are you trying to act hard? I was no no no. I was defending my team, bro. Defending the way, my team. The way this cat was, bro. <laughs> the way he was doing with things, bro. Well, I wasn't working with it because of the simple logic that he's a manager and he's contribute more. That was my thing. But back to the work ethic on your part. So you find um. That was just my little story. So, so you, okay, so your whole life, you know that you wanted to be in the kitchen. You wanted to, you got into the kitchen. You tried it out, and you really liked it. But then you moved on from there. What's next? Okay, so didn't things didn't go uh, exactly how I wanted. Mm-hmm. I had to uh, had to keep my word because I remember this one server told me, "Hey, don't ever quit this job. Don't quit this place. Don't quit on us." And I said, "Oh, uh, the only time I will ever quit this place is when this guy gets promoted before me." Mm. And Vice versa, that that should happen. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, all right, well, all right. And a lot of things were happening, and it's just, it was very stressful, and it's just nothing was going correctly. And I said, you know what, fuck this shit. So So I I quit there, have a whole month off, and then I got very desperate. Mm. Then I asked this one uh, friend of mine, his name is Walter Jimenez, he's a good man. And um, I met at CSN. Oh, okay. And um, he told me, yeah, I know this one spot, but the only difference is this is harder. Like, this is a local restaurant. And mm. I said, oh, I don't care. I love jobs. I love to work. I didn't know what he meant. Until uh, I worked stupid there. busy. No, not stupid busy. Oh. More work. Basically, what you do is when you're in that restaurant, uh-huh. you have to wait till everybody leaves. You have to sweep, mop, and scrub the floors once oh. a week. And it's very far. It was all the way by Summerlin. And it's called Trattoria Reggiano. And I love the people there. Mm. People are are very nice. I was very, it was very peaceful, very calm. It was calm. too far. Yeah, it was far. It I live in Northside, bros. I live on the east side. That bitch is hella far. Yeah, that shit's far. And I remember I took 215 all every day to go to work. And my it's car was work. a Corolla 2000 back in the day. And that, that shit broke down on me twice. Damn. That was every time it breaks down on me is twice when I was going back home. Like, it couldn't go before. Mm. But... At least, at least, it's like, because if you're going to work and it breaks down and you're, you're late and everything. Well, you can say, oh, my car broke down. I can't well, no, yeah, that's the truth. But then, yeah. But when, ah, it's, every, when right. it's out, like, when say when you're going back home and that shit breaks down. Yeah, because uh, you're trying to go home and shit. I try and go home. I call my dad. And, oh. My was, uh, but it was it was uh, it was a cool experience, a humble experience. Mm. A lot of times, I people thought I looked sad or mad because I didn't say much. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I, that first job was like a breakup. Mm, yeah, and I never had look the longest relationship. The longest relationship I had was three months, so I don't know what a real fucking breakup was oh, okay, okay. until I worked that job, and then wow, that should and change it's because it. you love restaurants and shit. That's really like that's cool. Yeah. So what's your what's your um? You want to own a restaurant? You want to be like the chef or just like the man behind everything, hiring chefs? So here's the that. thing: uh, when you work at restaurants, there's two sections. There's front of the house and back of the house. Front of the house, back of the house. Back of the house is where the kitchen. That's where all the food's at. Front uh-huh. of the house was inventory in the and stuff, and then front of the house is like guest service, customer service. Exactly. Okay. And the thing is, my dad always told me never work back of the house. That's okay. not where the money's at. That's not where the money's at. No, the okay. money's where in front of the house. And that's because mm. uh, most servers, you know, tips. Yeah, and those yeah. tips, depending where you work at, those mm. tips are godsend. Mm. 
Like you, you do not. You'd be amazed by the how much amount of money that a server could make if they're in a really well fine dining restaurant, which is where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. um, on a daily daily night. Damn, I have I have a, this homie who, or not a homie, but I know this person who uh, works at a similar not like the tip like where they where he he gets tip right yeah and he gets tip at like in a in a restroom. Restroom. In a restroom, like he's like he he stands in the restroom and he like gives towels like if, when people are washing their hands. Are you sure, it's not little darlings or anything like that. Nah, no, bro, ain't no little. <laughs> it's not little darling. I swear, I, I was I, I was sh- shook too. But basically, what he does is he gives tips in the restroom, like, or he gets tips in the restroom by I don't know by maybe giving the tip or like shit. I don't know what he does. He gives freaking napkins and shit like that. The way that's the way he, they were. He was it was explained to me, and this was he said. He's like, oh yeah, I never walk out of here with less than seven hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, freaking yeah. the strip. Yeah, Las Vegas Strip, bro. Yeah, bro, that's, that's where it's at. So besides going back to my story, and that that is very common, and I know a lot of mm-hmm. servers that make way more than that, double mm-hmm. that too. Damn, triple sometimes. But um, I worked there, and all of a sudden, I get this text from this one lady. She used to be a server from my first job, and she said, "Hey, I want you to come over and." Um, I want you to work with me, you know, as a food runner. But mm-hmm. I want you as a busser at first, but I'll promote you. And I said, you know what? I've always fought for that position. Mm-hmm. I want to go for it. And I've always wanted Now Now there's an opportunity. Might as well take it. So you went back. I went back. So you circled. So you so, went. So the first restaurant was a barbecue place. Barbecue place. Second place, it was at an Italian restaurant. In Summerlin. In Summerlin. And then the third place is a French restaurant that's at the, that's at the link as well. At the and they're really like really close together. Uh-huh. And this French restaurant is called uh, Favorite Bistro. And there, that's I feel more connected to the servers. Like more people, I feel more connected. Mm, okay. Because I was a food runner, and they like, just have a better environment there, or what? Um, it was totally brand new. Oh, it was new. Totally brand new. The whole place was pretty. I I, I remember when I got interviewed while they were still during under construction. Mm-hmm. And oh damn, yeah, it's super new. It's wow. super new. And um, I've always, I was I was just amazed. I was just amazed. I, they teach. That's where I learned more about fine dining, especially in the kitchen aspect. Um, I've learned so much about um, uh, a lot of French terms like Madame, Monsieur. Or oh, that's how you got you gotta say it to everybody, huh? Yeah, I had that's pretty cool sometimes. Or s'il vous plaît. Oh, s'il vous plaît. I know s'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. Um, can I do something? Yeah, this please. Oh, this please. Yeah. Uh, what's oh, escapade. I don't know. What I, is I think one? I think that one's can I can I go somewhere something like that. Yeah. You took French. Yeah, I took French for two years, bro. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I didn't learn Jack. <laughs> I was just freaking back chilling, bro. Dang. But you learned a couple things. Let's go put Joe. Let's go toilet. Can I go to the restroom? That's the only thing I learned, bro. <laughs> In two years of French, bro, that shit was bad. I wish I took like a Spanish course or something, but for me it was uh Encotumar. Let me listen to me. Encotumar. Encotumar. That's what you told your customers? No, that's oh. what the chefs tell me. Because oh, sometimes I can't, look, I know I shouldn't say this in camera as well, but a lot of times <laughs> I can't hear either. Like oh. sometimes if you want to tell me something, you have to repeat shit to me because I can't hear the first time. Oh, damn. So every time when I don't fucking pay attention, there's chefs, they're French. And I, the main chef, he's from Morocco, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of, there's a lot of chefs, like a pastry chef. There's a lot of, and then the owner's French as well. Mm. He's the biggest French MMA fighter. They all speak French. Oh, wow. And uh, they, uh, you know, damn. And then, and then type of thing. 
So what type of restaurant do you want to build under your name? <laughs> you know, it seems to me you keep on hopping on this like European little tour, Italian, French. So is that the food that you want or like? I want to aim Italian. That's you want to aim, aim Italian. And I've always, I've only said this to the people that I, I care for, but um, I guess I care for everyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to live in Italy for two years. Oh, wow. And I want to have the authenticity, and I wanted to live that experience. I mm -hmm. want to, I want the approval from the Italians in a way. Oh, okay. So when I come back here in Vegas, I wanted to open one here in the Strip, okay. and start off right there. Bro, I'll go. <laughs> Got you. I love Italian food, bro. I love my pasta, pizza, breadsticks, all that shit, bro. I love Italian food. Ah, that's, that's on the top thing, of bro. for me, man. I'll definitely pull up. But what's it called? Um, all right. So, and what is your? I guess your plan or how are you gonna how, how how have you structured your goal for that just save money and then invest oh so i want to say i want to give thanks to the people who hired me throughout these jobs because mm -hmm. i feel like if i ever just save up money and buy a restaurant off the spot i would fail miserably mm. and the main reason why is because i've seen examples of that i know that the, the french restaurant which sadly it's not really how people expect it to be mm -hmm. And very likely, most restaurants don't survive under two years. Uh -huh. um, okay. This yeah, guy, most most businesses fail. They, 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 yeah, they really do. But yeah. um, they, uh, what I've been taught from that experience uh -huh. is that when you don't know what how to run anything, mm. you don't know. So startups fail if you have little <laughs> little experience. Startups, yeah. Okay. Very 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 little experience. Like this guy, mm -hmm. if so he sp spoke French, he'll give you free food. Oh damn. Mm -hmm. and then <laughs> he, uh, if you speak french you get a pass and uh -huh. then he'll question you though but oh. if you can speak french he'll give you free food both show and you think and that's good or bad i think that's cool low-key <laughs> it's cool when you're french no no i mean as, as in like a business like you're kind of like oh you know like this is a french uh authentic food you, sp you speak french you know i'm just I'm just give you a little bit of food you know show you some love show the customer some love yeah but that's a lot of love man he gave out a lot of love to almost everyone that he sees that speaks French. So if oh, you speak French, so he lost a lot. Okay. You speak French or you're a pretty lady. And oh, especially damn. at the strip, at the link, bro. All the girls. Yeah. All the, that's where they're at. And I actually, I want to go there during uh, this St. Patrick's Day because at the link, they have this march where mm -hmm. it's a St. Patrick's March. Mar yeah, March. Mm -hmm. Parade. And, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> It'd be packing, bro. Shoot, bro. It's very I remember there's this one bar that's called Tilt to Kill. Uh -huh. For those who don't know, Tilt to Kill is like a Hooters, but for a bar. Okay. And basically, there's a lot of servers uh, or bartenders. They wear kilts. And kilts are like those uh, Scottish oh, like, oh, okay, yeah. Scottish uh, uh -huh. skirts. Even the guys wear that shit, you know. But oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and then they have like that little instrument. What is that shit called? The bagpipe. Bagpipe. But they don't have that. I don't, oh, I don't know it? anyone plays that shit. But mm. during St. Patrick's Day, bros, mm -hmm. I kid you not. It gets so packed, and they hire these midgets, right? They oh go on top God. of the fucking bars, and they serve you green beer, bro. That's so cool. That's hella type, bro. And I want to go. You're going to be uh 21 by then, right? 33, three, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I turned yeah. 21 in later in March, March 19th. So I, would be, I can't make it this St. Patrick's here for the next one for sure. Well, I got to look at the week because they do it for a whole week, bro. Like oh, they do it for a whole week? I think so. I might be wrong. Don't you may double check me. Because I think that the the seventeenth is this St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and it mine's the nineteenth. But they always make a big deal like three day weekend thing. Oh, okay. So it's a weekend. Fuck yeah, I'll check oh, it you, out. You gotta go, bro. That Sounds shit. Dope. Oh my gosh. 
and it gets so wild. It gets so packed. You see money shots. People throw money up in the air, and you fucking. No, I be on the floor though. I be fuck fucking picking that shit up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, bro. Damn. I have yeah. I haven't experienced like Vegas, Vegas. You know what I mean? Like I haven't. Well, well I can't go to a bar and stuff, but like, but you know, I've been living in Vegas my whole life, and I haven't seen that part of it yet. But I not, see. But I don't know. But like, it's, it doesn't really fit my vibe. But I'll check it out, of course. Just to see how I get of course, a little man. Taste you of got it. to man. You live in Vegas. You got to know get a little Vegas taste. by heart, man. Exactly. And but here's the thing. So after I worked at that French restaurant, it's uh-huh. been for a while, and it gets very hostile. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I remember the chef, not the chef, the the owner. He would like talk crap in front of you, in front of his own guests and shit. Wow. Hell no, that's okay. That's like the worst thing because for me, what I at least see because my parents they um they own a bar, right? Oh, okay. And then what's it called? So I've, that's always been the family business for me. I remember being a little kid going to those bars and just like freaking stocking up the beer, cleaning up the shares, mm. stuff like that. And then, um, but what I from I learned is that my dad he puts a lot of trust. And he just makes his employees like, you know, like family. Okay. And, that's, and it worked out really good for him. But when he had crews that he where he was like, no, nah, I don't know if they're gonna be stealing, you know, if they're gonna be, he's always thinking about them. Doesn't work out. So from that, just me, lear- just me watching and paying attention. The best team, even though you might have better individuals within like, in a crappy team. Like let's say you have a superstar player, right? But then uh-huh. the the team is all like a trash. Bit if yeah, okay, not not trash, but like necessarily untrustworthy. Like the team could be all the team could be hella good at everything they do, okay. but if they're like if they're like untrustworthy or like negative and shit like that, like they're always c- trying to compete, that's going down. Even though they give you good results, like you know, even though if they're the best in it, but they're just like bad people, I guess negative people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it will go down regardless. Jealousy. Wanting more, all of that. A good team, if everybody's well-rounded, everybody's positive with each other, everybody's having a good time working together, always goes up. And just for me observing my parents, that's what I picked up from that. But uh, what I was going to get, okay, so you said starting it up and just with no experience like that crumbles within two years. Very fast time. So I'm assuming here, but I guess... Your plan right now would be to work your way up, run a own restaurant, and then start one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, okay. That's what so, and that's the thing. I, I've i seen the bad aspects where how not to run a restaurant. Just mm-hmm. always, you know, have very bizarre hours. When you say you're going to close at one hour at one time, like let's say you close at 11, mm-hmm. stay at 11. Because mm. I remember uh, when I was at New Year's, they say, oh, we're going to close at 12. Yeah, we get to 12, 12 huh? 1. When it gets to one, two. When it gets to two, three. And that's a New Year's, bros. That's what the New Year's. And that was at the French restaurant. And I remember this chef, the chefs, uh, they're always like. They're hella mad. Hella mad, bro. Because you say one thing and you go, we flip up a lot like that. It's, it kills the spirit, for sure. It kills the spirit. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. And then but, but what about in this business standpoint? It's like, oh, shit, we're making a lot of money. Should we continue or promise our employees what we told them? Now, that's just the thing. I would promise my employees. Exactly. I would say promise the employees. The reason why, I I believe, my theory is that when you want to make a lot of money, your goal is not to make a lot of money. It has to be something else besides that. It's something moral because money follows. Okay, you can't so chase for the money. No, yeah, yeah. I 1,000% I agree, and I tell that to everybody, bro. <laughs> if your motive is money, you're never going to get it. 
But um, from that, from moving on from that, that's 100% true because you chase some money, you're not going to find the end of it, brother. Like, you're not going to find that shit. But you follow something you love, money will follow you. Yeah. So that's true. And then Amen. in your restaurant business, uh, yeah, that's basically where you're going for. You're so going the right path, bro. Oh, and that job, right? It was a crappy job. I wasn't going to lie. The kitchen was upstairs. Oh, so hey, I, de- I developed an downstairs. ass that day, bro. Oh. I had to develop an ass in that job, bro. Because I had to carry so many food in the tray. And everything is always time time pace, bros. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had to go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Now, when I go to work, where I work at now, so it pays nice. off sometimes. I mean, there's some girls be staring at my butt. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but... <laughs> but you got them glutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I can't be bending over because sometimes I know this one chef, right? She'd be, like, staring at me. Oh, damn. Ooh, I can't be bending over. Like, oh, man, this is how girls feel, That bro. sounds like sexual harassment, sir. But but it's oh just staring God. then. Like, <laughs> I, just I don't know. You, can, you can't touch, but you can't see. That's how I see. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. But... Uh, I was a tryhard in that restaurant. Like I, like I've always been all my whole life. I always want to try to be the best. Mm-hmm. And when I was in that restaurant, nobody really cared mm-hmm. of the restaurant. Okay. They, they only know like a few work. things, and you know. But I know. I remember what pays off. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what pays off is um, they had these uh, cheese plates and charcuterie. And basically, what a cheese plate and charcuterie like, basically, it's a board that has like these types of um, meat that is imported from anywhere right mm-hmm. and it goes along with these cheeses and you can eat it with bread or with bread or with the grapes and these mm-hmm. cheeses they're very fancy they came from france and yeah and i remember i was the only one that knows them every day i had to ask the chef hey what kind of cheese we have oh, over here look just look in the fridge sometimes they say that but sometimes they'll tell me but i've been told me like just look in the fridge wow and i learned that oh we have goat cheese and that's called bucaron what's the best cheese bro because <sighs> I, I i mean I say that I like mozzarella, but I'm pretty sure the American mozzarella ain't shit compared to like the real mozzarella. Well, the main question is, what do you want to eat it with? Like, if you just shit. want to eat it by itself, do you want to eat it with something? Do you want to? All right, let me see. And see, that's where service comes in, bros. They ask you, what are you feeling for? Yeah, you got this. And on they the ask you, right, 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 shit, so you know? see. If I want cheese, I want it with, I don't want it with nachos. Hold on, I don't want nachos. Oh, man. Nacho cheese. Like, I get a nacho cheese. Yeah, I go with the nacho cheese. What do I want? Quesadilla? Uh, my personal f- uh, preference, I would go queso de Oaxaca. Queso de Oaxaca. Yeah. You ever seen that shit? It's like a, it's like a mm-hmm. ball made out of ribbon. Oh, is it blue? No, it's not blue. It's white. Oh, never mind. No, I never seen it. What about for pasta? There you go. I was, that was what I was getting to for noodles and shit. All right. So let's say you get uh spaghetti. Spaghetti. Right. Mm-hmm. Typical classical uh spaghetti with red sauce. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with Parmigiano, but I like a little spice. I go pecorino. Pecorino. Damn, I used to work at Subway, bro, and I remember like all those little cheeses. It, it was a uh, mozzarella, provolone, Provol- provolone, oh, provolone, yeah. And there was like a Swiss. It was a Swiss one, and there's like a pepper jack. Pepper jack. There you go. Pepper jack. Oh, that's one. That one's good too. Yeah. So, but here's the diff. I gotta here's try the real cheese. Bro. <laughs> here's the difference, though. I was the only one that tried hard for that mm-hmm. to know everything what's in the restaurant. And I remember in that restaurant they had escargot. They serve snail and type of thing. Oh whoa! Yeah, it's really authentic French. They try to go super French, yeah, super French. And I remember this one time they did it for a Valentine's special where they uh-huh. sell fargoa. Fargoa, not for people that don't know, it's the f- most delicate French dish in all of France, and it's basically it's a goose liver. Oh really? 
Yeah, but you make it sound like uh, no. It's good. It's actually pretty it's fancy. Bomb? I feel fancy after that. I feel elegant. I, mm. I, you know, I feel striving. Goose liver. Goose liver. And it's called Fogwa. It's with an F-O-I-S-G-R-A-O-S, something like that. I can't exactly how to spell it. Damn, that sounds... It Fog-wa. does sound nasty. It does shit. sound nasty. I mean, frog legs sound nasty, but I fuck with those. Oh, you fuck with frog legs? Hell yeah. Bro. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't know what. Let's do sell frog legs. You like frog legs? Yeah. Dude, you're like the first person that ever said that shit. For real. You know, okay, you're telling me you go to like an Asian buffet and you don't get frog legs? Hell no. I love frog legs. Oh my God, it's bro. It's hella good. What about deer meat? Have you ever did? I had deer meat. Deer I had buffalo really as well. I, I, I don't know. The most bizarre that I've ever had. Um, I had to say, mm, what was it? Well, I had escargot, so. <laughs> it, the the it, snail shit? It's like a glorified booger if you really think about it. Yeah, yeah, but um, I can't say that. I I think it has to be. Fuck, what was it? I had a lot of things, man. I had, I had caviar, I had raw quail egg and a sushi, mm. called sakura kura. Do you get like free lunches there? Where at your restaurants? Uh, some of them. Some of you get free lunch. Some of them. Damn, that's some good ass lunch, huh? Where I work at? Oh my gosh, man! There's always something good and it's something new every day. And they give it to you for free. Yeah, it's called Damn. Family Meal. Every but it, here's here's the trick. That restaurant open, only opens from five thirty to eleven, and they only give out food at ten ten p.m. Ten p for 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 the employees, for the employees. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. But that restaurant itself, if you want to be like a customer, you want to eat there, and when, uh, we'll get to that point. Mm-hmm. But if you want to eat to eat there, it, um, it's really expensive. Yeah, really I bet. expensive, man. I mean, Canelo, Ross Westbrook, 49ers came to my restaurant. The 49ers? After the Super Bowl. Oh, really? So recently? Yeah, it was recently. Oh, bro. Richard Sherman was there walking. Everybody starts clapping for him, bro. It's like, everybody recognized celebrities. You always see. Wow. Russell Westbrook cool. was there, too. That was my first celebrity I saw there. What, Westbrook? That's Westbrook. sick. He had his, dread, his dreads on. I think he was out with his nephew and niece, something like that. But he oh. had a hell of security guards, bro. Yeah. Same thing with Canelo. Damn, I, boy, they have to, bro. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're a boxer, do you really need Mm. I mean, you got haters everywhere. Yeah, that's true. For the yeah, bas- yeah, for yeah. the basketball for Westbrook, I'm a little bit surprised he. Like, who's? I feel like everybody fucks with Westbrook. Nah. I mean, but not. Nah. What do you mean? I feel like. I feel there's like always gotta be someone that doesn't like doesn't fuck with Westbrook because Westbrook is very outspoken. You know that yeah. for a fact. And then there's always gonna be people who just want money, try to rob money, attention. They want att- attention as well. Yeah, yeah they probably too. be. Maybe that one guy, just think about it. Like, let's say you can grab attention just by beating him up. No, no. Just just being known to punch Westbrook. Like, would you? Would, that's that kind of cool. That is a motive for some people. Hell yeah, bro. I would do that too if I can. But <laughs> I wasn't able to see, um, I wasn't able to get a picture for neither one of them. Uh-huh. But that's besides the point, bro. So I, I, let me, I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. <laughs> but at that French restaurant, I, 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 I put a lot of effort in that job. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same server, right, that became manager. She left that job because that place is currently falling apart. The environment was bad. And um, she starts working at the where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It's called Cut by, by uh, Wolfgang. Oh, I heard about that. But yeah. Wolfgang Puck. And uh, it's at the Venetian or Palazzo. Uh-huh. It's weird how they connect their names. <laughs> but from there, she said, hey, I know this one spot. They make good money. And it's very promising. But the only thing is, it's very hard. Like, you got to know everything in the plate mm-hmm. by heart. And I said, you know what? I don't know. I kind of like the job because they'll promote me for show and this mm-hmm. and that. And it's really near to, near to that re- that French restaurant. It's by the link. You see people that, like ex-models used to work there, bro. So you get a lot of, I'm serious. 
But what really changed me is when I, what made me go there is when I was sitting down out in, and it was at church and I was at the benches. Mm-hmm. And this one guy, he said that, oh, I, my, my favorite spot to eat for steak is where I work Cut. at now. Cut. That's what he said. And he was telling me, oh, bro, they make these steaks. They're fucking expensive. And it's, it's so good, though. Oh, my gosh. It melts <laughs> in your mouth. And I was like, you know what? He did say cut. I'm going to give it a call and give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So then that's the only reason why I work there. And then well, now that where I work at, uh-huh. oh my gosh, that stress level is so fucking high. It is. Damn. Bros, they give out like a plate and it's like so colorful and it's, it's pretty. Uh-huh. But they tell you, they ask me, they ask you, they test you. What's in that plate? There's the chefs. Everyone. Everybody. Actually, everyone, bros. The only people that actually test me more are the people that, that are the same uh, level as me. Like, same oh. position as me, or even higher, like, backup servers. But, yeah, that, that's a lot of stress, bros. Honestly, you feel so much stress going, damn. Because they ask you for everything, and they do way more work. Mm-hmm. But the pay is so cool. It's so great. Um, And then you have this pride. Mm-hmm. I have this pride. I, I've never said to anyone that I'm proud of working somewhere until I work there. Mm. And what we do, and that's when I start working there. And, oh, and when they interview me, they ask me, oh, so I've been told that you know your cheeses. I said, yeah, I know my cheese. Well, tell me a couple. Oh, yeah, we have a book Rhone. It's a goat cheese. It has a nice semi-hard uh, structure, but it has cream inside of it. And it's like, oh, you know good. what? You're sold. You sold me. You're hired. You know, because because wow. uh, I was the only one that know my cheeses. Mm-hmm. They paid it off to work at a, a place like that. And of yeah. course, you gotta know people to get where you at. Yeah, networking. Very good. But now that I work there, it's so it's it's it may be stressful, but I love the job. Mm. That's the best part when you buy when you do what you love. Yeah, and when you bring that up, where like you have like a whole environment of workers that treat you like family, Uh they get along with each other, dude. I totally understand that. Back then, I used to be all alone. I used to be the one cleaning everything by myself, and I I always be the try hard. Now, Mm -hmm. where I work at, everybody's a hard worker. There you go. And that's yeah. I never seen that environment, bro. It's always always yeah key yeah key, bro. Yeah, that's bars. (laughs) Well, sir. Thank you very much for pulling up. Um, you're going to get your restaurant, bro. I'll definitely support you, brother. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, if you want to pull up to the podcast, just let me know. Um, any final words that you want to say, Joseph? Yeah, of course. Uh, I just want to give a lot of shout-outs to everybody. want to give shout-outs to Eric's, all of them. Eric, 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 Eric with the KC, everything. There you go. Shout-out, Eric's. <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, and to all the church homies, all the LBJA, that's the Christian private school. Want to shout out to all Mojave homies. The five people in the Christian school. The five <laughs> people, yeah, yeah. I uh, want to give a shout out to um, all my ex-co-workers. You guys still have my love. Obviously, you guys one of these days again. There you go. You're just going on uh, the top, bro. Thank you, JC. For sure, for sure. We're going to have to wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for listening in, tuning in today. Special episode. Remember to always follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, you know. Um, yeah, that's about it. Sam couldn't make it today. He had a family emergency. Or Always. Family had, first. Had, family first. He has to do it. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next time. Peace. <laughs>